Price negotiable with Nico and Izzy. Yeah, Zoom be crazy, bro. I thought you were a Zoom man, but obviously not. Not zoomed up. It's real high tech Zoom, but also extra complicated. That's real old tech. That's real old tech. Well, speaking of high tech, uh, I guess welcome to the, the the next installment of the highly anticipated, highly delayed uh, alpha beta of Price Negotiable. You can say that uh, again. It's a big one zero for us. Big, yeah, big one zero. The so, big one zero. Uh, the big, big ten. Big applause. Double digits. Woo! We're almost at drinking age. It's about to get crazy when we get to drinking age. Uh, but yeah, we're at 10 years old. And so we've got to double up on guests from uh, from last episode where it was just me and Iz on the, the chill vibe. We're going gangbusters with uh, with two two guests this week. Two guests, two different states. It's wild. It's two wild different times. time zones. Two different time zones. That's it's confusing. crazy. Had a little bit of a freak out this morning. thought we were going live in 15 minutes from 8.45, but it was all right because I was still in bed, so that would not have worked. Bed pod, uh, my favorite pod. Bed pod under the sheets, real cozy uh, with a nice, nice tuna. That's how I like to Who sleep. Who is cozy under the sheets in summer, though? Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> I mean, if you got that good AC, why not flaunt it? Uh, I ain't got that, though, so That's I'm sleeping AC. on a piece of cardboard. I have uh, three air cons in my house, only one of which works, and it's in my spare room. <laughs> I mean, in summer, you can just migrate like a bird, migrate to the spare room. Mm, no, it's it's just doesn't have the right vibe. It's just all wrong. Uh, before we crack into it, we should do a couple introductions. Uh, who have we got today, Nick? I mean, in Queensland, we've got the, the illustrious music producer... And uh, a positive energy force of the social media verse known as Tom Tom Music, uh, Mr. Mr. TT. We're stoked to have you, TT. And over here on the West Coast with me, uh, we have another Nick. We're just doubling up on Nick's today. Uh, big time camera nerd guy. Uh, Big time photo taken homie, uh, big time tool shop worker. Yeah. G'day, g'day. I'm Nick. Um, also, uh, just standard of this generation with... What? <laughs> Sorry, I'm new to this. I have no idea where to put the mic. Um, no, get on your up chin. there, real close, real close. Is it's this like a face mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got all my degrees and going nowhere with it, so I'm still working retail. It's all good. It's a big vibe. He's wearing a he's wearing a very colourful fruit shirt today, so he's on the right trend. Fruit salad is on the right track. What's up? Uh, Cross promotion for the Triple J Hot 100. Bit of the Wiggles fruit salad. Uh, You know we are associated with Triple J, of course. Uh, Looking for that promo. Uh, But I mean, what's what's going on in in Perth? It's been been a minute since we, we caught up on pod. What's going on in Perth? I've got no idea. Look, uh, we're looking into the future. We're looking into a crystal ball. That's what's been happening um, because McGowan's been given us our D-Day of February 5th and uh, we're just going to turn into the rest of the country and be infested with COVID. Whereas, you know, right now we're out of gigs. 
no one's got the jam. So we're just uh, living life to the fullest until uh, we end up living life like y'all over there in, um, what are you at, 30,000 a day? That's what's up. So that's city numbers in Queensland. Let's go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been a big vibe. Um, I went out to York for four days last week. That was pretty. That was pretty blissful. It's a little, uh, little old town about an hour and a half east of Perth. I keep saying west, accidentally. I said that to someone the other day, and they were like, you "Might get a bit wet if you go west." Yeah, wrong way. I'm used to going west in Queensland. Yeah, I mean, I went west Queensland the other other week, and that was uh, very wet because of La Nina. I love La Nina. It's oh, my yeah. new new favorite uh, season. El Nino is relationship with El Nino is over. La Nino is my new best friend. Let's go. It's been a bit toxic, hey? Uh, very, very toxic. One way street completely. I'm not getting anything out of it, but uh, I'm just bowing down at the behemoth. The tsunami inbound today to to date stamp this tsunami's inbound in in Queensland. I heard about that. My dad's in Hobart at the moment, and he was like. And I called him this morning. He was like, oh, we just got to the beach. There's a tsunami coming, so we're going for a surf. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, good one. That sounds smart. Dad, well done. Good life choices. Is he Kelly Slater or what? Like, I feel like that's a, a recipe for disaster. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, he did send me a photo hanging off, uh, having his leg hanging off a cliff with a 250-metre drop the other day. So he's just, just having a great time on his holiday. Dad, a goddamn sounds like a wild man. Extremist. <laughs> dad's, dad's gone wild. You're most alive when you're closest to death. I think that's his vibe. Yeah. Damn philosophical. Wait, that's who said that? I know. <laughs> Probably, at least once. Bono, hey. I really feel like uh, Bono is one of those people that it's like everyone kind of has a universal idea of who he is. There's like no twisting of what. The Bono idea is Bono vibe. Is he anything else aside from the Sunnies? <laughs> Maybe that's actually what Bono is. Bono is the Sunnies and then the human has a different name. The, the Sunnies like their own entity. It's kind of like the mask or something. He puts it the on. The human is becomes... just a vehicle for the Sunnies. Yeah. And you know that when Bono's getting uh, freaky, the sunglasses stay on. <laughs> <laughs> the sunglasses do not come off. They are staying on at all times. I think even Bono is a little bit afraid to take the sunglasses off, to be honest. Yeah, who would he be without them, really? You imagine if it's like the same pair of sunglasses for like 30 years and it's just like these musty ass, like they've been all over the world. He hasn't cleaned them once. Got some hardcore scratches there. I was at um, this great little initiative that happens around Perth called Yardstock yesterday. It's a bunch of house concerts within the same suburb um, and... It like four or five in one day, and you like everybody moves between the houses, so it's that's a dope idea over the over the evening. Um, and my housemate and I went, and we were playing this game: um, find the best sunnies um, and the best moustache and the best, you know, everything else. But the sunny game was pretty; it was pretty high. It was pretty on point. Um, there was some; there were quite a few cat eye ones. Quite a few leopard print ones. Some nice uh, red ones with a bit of a pink tinge. Any quite Dame Edna's in there? No, no Dame Edna's. There was one uh, that I was quite drawn to that had um, a bit of a – it was white 
uh, white rims, had a bit of a lightning strike on each side. That's what's up. And then they had some good old, um, you know, that ugly yellow tint like the Speed Dealer but like with a really big fat kind of The square. big blocky guy? Glasses. Like, uh, those classic ones that like old guys wear when they've had eye surgery and they're just like complete shut-in goggle. I think that uh-huh. needs to make a cultural comeback. Yeah. Yeah. Could do. Like a Lou just, Reed vibe. Why aren't goggles tinted? Why aren't people just wearing swimming goggles walking around? Yeah, that could also be like a big, big cultural thing, I feel like. Yeah, goggles are really good for chopping onions. So you, you chop onions wearing like swimming goggles? I don't actually own swimming goggles, but I would if I did. Uh, also the snorkel. Um, I have done it with a snorkel before. With the mouthpiece in? Yeah. No, just, just confl- it's like an endurance <laughs> test. You don't put the mouthpiece in. You're just struggling to breathe and you got to chop it as fast as you can, otherwise you pass out. Just fully through it. Just breathe through the mouth. Extreme sports. Right. That's the type of thing your dad would do. It's an extreme sport in itself. It is. It is. He absolutely would do that. He'll send you a picture of himself chopping up onions with no goggles on, just crying profusely. <laughs> chopping like a hundred onions up. His crying was the cause of the tsunami. <laughs> the closer we come to chopping onions, the closer we are to being alive. Damn. Takes sip of tea. <laughs> Sorry, need a little tea break. Yeah, the more onions you chop, the more um, alive you are. I mean, I could probably get into some sort of parallels there where, like, isn't, like, every recipe got onion in it? No, nah, you can totally you switch that bad? out. It's a French sort of cooking thing, but you can put in celery and carrot instead. That's a great base. You don't need that onion and garlic. You can just switch that for celery and carrot. Just any Yum. spices. Mum's not been using onions lately because she broke her wrist and she can't chop them. So she just, no onion, no garlic. You need to get a, one of those as seen on TV devices. We that, used to have one, one of those choppy things. Yeah, like that. Yeah, you, you, you they just, I think they just break after five days. Well, because they're, they're terrible design because you're like, it's, it's a straight down choppy guy. So you're putting all of your body weight just like chopping the fuck out of shit with it. Like how's it, how's it meant to sustain? You know, there's no way for it to budge or move. It's just straight. And it's just punch. cheap plastic as well. There so. needs to be a more an industrial solution to this problem. Mm. Well, I think you can. I think she was buying... Uh, Pre-chopped frozen onion, which just sounds disgusting uh, to me. But no, yeah, mm, it just sounds soggy. It does a little bit, yeah. All that water, extra water. Well, that's why you got to. Uh, what do you do? You defrost it, right? That's the thing. People ain't be defrosting. Got no time for that defrosting. Microwave defrost. Just straighten the pan. Yeah, yeah, but then it's just like everything on the outside is black and charred, and the inside is still frozen. You need the Black expensive microwave. <laughs> the expensive microwave. What is the difference between microwaves? Well, the really expensive ones, the defrost setting is legit. These expensive microwaves are like... Where are you getting uh, access like a high to level these chef. expensive microwaves? They cook in all sorts of different things at different angles. It's not just like uh, the cliche burn on the outside, plug? still frozen on the inside thing. I've experienced this because I've experienced cheap microwaves before, but those expensive microwaves, you can set it exactly for the weight and the food that you're trying to cook and the weight and the level Crikey, of cook. have you used one it's of these? It's impressive. 
Me, well, look, you can tell an expensive microwave because when you finish cooking with it, it'll sing you a little song. Microwave in my house, but go, got it finishes cooking. Da, 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 you know, that's actually that's true. Of like, like every song, really expensive whole thing. All the appliances are singing at you now. The same shit. Yeah. The washing machine, it's singing me a song. Two minutes. What do you want to hear next? Your laundry is done. I would throw that shit out. That shit annoys me so much. I can't stand the microwaves that just keep beeping when you've forgotten your shit. Like, I've realized I've forgotten it, but it's cold now, so I don't want it anymore. Shut up. What it needs to do is automatically start going again after like 10 minutes when it hasn't gone. And then as it's going, that's what reminds you. That's not Rather than just beeping at you. Now that sounds expensive. It's sensing the heat of the food in the microwave, cooling, and it's like, eh, let me hit it again. Bam. That I would buy. <laughs> but it shouldn't sing a song at you. Mm-mm. No songs. I feel like that Unless could be uh, like- a good initiative, though, for like getting music out there. If we want like was- an Australian music initiative, every appliance has an Australian song playing. You know, just upping the sync deals. Link to it. microphones and, and fridges that talk to you. Just link it to Triple J on Earth. <laughs> Electrolux, if you're listening right now, I do know a couple of artists who could use those corporate dollars if you got them. You could even have... Um, I've, I've been watching a show where the main character is a marketing, marketing executive. So, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, for the launch party, you have just these musicians and they step out of the fridge and they start playing and then the... Fridge starts accompanying them with their own song. That's what I feel like. Uh, any scenario where people are hiding fridges, it's just not good. It's a bad imagery. Too many child deaths. Too many accidental <laughs> suffocations from people just hiding in a fridge. That's fair, but it could just be like, you know, like a room, but then it opens. I get you. You know like what I'm saying? Fake yeah. fridge. Yeah. It's a set fridge. It looks like a giant fridge and, and people are little. It's like big. <laughs> cool. And then they just they sleep on butter. Butter beds. I'm into that. I feel like you've thought about this before, Izzy. Is this one of your personal uh, fantasies to be a tiny person in a giant pad of um, butter? Not necessarily. Um, I, I don't know where that comes from. I like the idea of being small in a big world. Yeah, that's nice. It's kind of a comforting. I don't know why. It just no. I feel that. I remember one of my favorite books as a child was one where I don't remember what it was called, but it like had images of like scenes, like normal everyday scenes, but inside everything was little people doing stuff, like as if everything was being built by the little people and run by the little yeah, people. Yeah, like Ant Man vibes and um, George Little vibes. Arietti. George Little. <laughs> Arietti. I think it's Stuart Little, but I'll, I actually prefer George Little. I like to think like George Clooney, but small. He's George no, no, Little. George was his brother. No, I, I think he she's thinking George Shrinks. Damn, you're George like a Stuart Shrinks. Little aficionado. Jesus. <laughs> the fucking human brother, bro. The human brother? He was adopted, Nick. Do you remember the film at all? Human mouse brother. He's Stuart you know, brother. You're talking about some crazy movie right now. They do it differently on the West. You got like a bootleg copy from who knows where. I don't know what went on there. Hey, step bro. I mean, does George Little drive a car too? I used to have, uh, when I was a kid, I got gifted this hectic like RC car, but it was a Stuart Little car with Stuart Little in it. You could drive it around. Crazy fast. Actually fire. That. Remote control. That. 
Yeah, remote control car. Like little, he had like little like Porsche Roadster. It was crazy. If you realize now that Stuart Little was driving some like hectic wheels, he was driving like a vintage classic car, but he's a goddamn mouse. Classic. I mean, probably easier to get nicer cars when you're yay big, you know. Surely that one of one. Is there a lot of mouses driving cars? Mouses? I think it's mice. Mice. Nick. Sorry. Apologies. <laughs> Mises. <laughs> Feces. Sorry. Well, I, I got I got a segment here that I think I'd like to officially announce. Uh, the first initial secondhand news segment, uh, which is uh, of news. In the secondhand world, because I've actually found not we've had one that's been on the back burner for a minute waiting to get this pot up, but I got others that I've found because it turns out the secondhand industry is booming, uh, and so booming. this is this is secondhand news. Give us what you got. I think we're gonna need if we're gonna do a new segment, we're gonna need some kind of new segment news music, you know, like. I don't know how to sing that. No, you, you do it, and I'll loop it, and then we can make it into a. How was that? That's exactly it. That's exactly it. I'll put it in post. Thank you. Well, first off the ranks is that in, in secondhand news we've got in Nigeria, there was a secondhand wares boom before Christmas where in Nigeria this year, for the first time ever, secondhand wares led for Christmas gifts. I'm so proud of you, Nigeria. Nigeria popping off with that. Shout out to Nigeria right now. Shout yeah. out. The tradition of Yuletide shopping. Nigerians were like, fuck it. I don't want to pay all that inflation. They got crazy ass economy going on right now. So they popped off with crazy secondhand goods being bought for everything, apparently. Everything. Uh, sales increase doubled. Nuts. Where are you getting your um, news? Uh, secondhandnews.com uh, It's my own website, just made it Are they sponsoring uh, us now? Or? Yeah, here's, here's their jingle you, You'll hear it when the episode comes out uh, Alright, so Facebook Marketplace Surprise for Oz Rock fans here And this is another one Izzy, Izzy found earlier So respect to Izzy for being on the on the watch Because it turns out that. there was a, an Aria That oh, went up yeah. on Facebook Marketplace this guy lost an aria, and it just fucking randomly appeared. It was for uh, the best Australian single in 1994. He didn't lose it. Didn't someone pinch it? Hang on a minute. Here's the article. <laughs> How's it our was stolen during a scuffle with some drunk guy. Crazy. How do you lose an aria award during a scuffle? Like, wouldn't the aria award be used as the weapon that you would like? How do you lose a scuffle when you have an aria award? I've always actually have thought a ginormous that the knife. Aria Awards do look quite pointy. Like, they look sharp. Uh, you wouldn't want to get caught on the end. I mean, yeah, they're pointy as hell. And they're heavy. Like, if you I got impaled, I think it's like an icicle kind of vibe, where if, a, if an Aria fell from, like, three metres even, or two metres, it's going straight through your body. They just don't look particularly ergonomic, though. Like, as, as soon as you try and swing it, you're going to lose it. Yeah, a bit slippery. Probably can't get too much power behind it. What I respect, though, is that the guy that is selling this, he, he got uh, offers up to $1,000, which, again, I don't know why anyone would want to buy an R award. It's like, I don't know why. Like, would you want an Oscar award? Like, 
Don't you want to earn that? Isn't that the whole point of awards? Like, you're going to buy an Aria. Uh, but he, apparently he found... He said he found this in a bin. Which, I mean, I don't know. I've not listened I to mean, the Cruel C. Oh, they're good. Um, the... That's just rubbish, isn't it? Get it? It's rubbish because you don't even... But I... <laughs> thank you. Um, that was an accident, actually, but I nailed it. Um, he obviously stole it or knew someone that, or knew the person that stole it and they were like, can you get rid of this for me? How does it go 20-something years, though? Maybe it's I can look. Though. I can believe this story. You can imagine the guy who beat up Dave Graney and Dave Graney and the Coral Sea Snakes. Sorry, the lead singer of the Cruel Sea, my bad. He beat him up in a drunken scuffle, stole his award, and at the time, he was high on an intoxication and the high of, you know, getting the award. He just won a street fight. But after years, it's like the telltale heart. The award is just eating at him. It's like a, he didn't work at it. This isn't my award. What did I do? Um, It's just looking at him. He doesn't know what to do with it. He's ashamed of himself when he looks at the award. So one day, he throws it in the bin. He says, I'm starting fresh or realistically if you turned a new leaf you'd give it back right i digress he throws it in the bin and some guy logging along the road looks in the bin and he says wow this looks like uh this is like a aria award right here in the bin he can't help himself he steals it out of the bin much like you nick dumpster diving he's looking at it now like i didn't win this i didn't deserve it i have this aria award throws it up on marketplace but i also like the train of thought where the guy uh, so, on the ad, it comes with the newspaper clipping, ask like saying ransom list for napped aria award. So like, it's a newspaper clipping from when it was pinched. So would he have found that in the bin? A is my question. But B, if you found this in the bin, in the bin, uh, what was his train of thought of being like, oh, I'll put this up on marketplace rather than trying to give it back to the cruel sea. Well, who even knows? Maybe he found it in the bin and he's in the middle of like his mum going through some stuff. She's doing chemo. He's running out of money. He says, this is a message from God. This is how I'm going to make the money to support mum's chemo. I'm going to sell this stolen, ill-begotten goods. Uh, it's a moral quandary, uh, quite complex. Layers of good and bad, a lot of gray area, right versus wrong uh, in this story. But he put it up for a dollar. Well, like, that's just how do you value point. hard-earned and work? That's true. How do you value it? You know, like you, you can't put it up there and say, "I'll trade you actually writing an award-winning song." And how many times have you been on Marketplace and they're selling something really amazing and they list it for free, but then you read the ad and they have the actual price? It's Come on. true. I hate that. Why would you do that? I've listed things on Marketplace. You just don't. You don't accidentally click free. It's you just you hit the price. Put just the price trying to in. Bait you in. They're cheeky like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think it is possible that, I mean, may- maybe the person was so proud of themselves that they got this Ari award, that they'd stolen it from this fool, beat his ass. Maybe they did actually hate the song. Maybe they hated the Cruel Sea. They hated Tex Perkins and they beat him up, premeditated, took the Aria. But then, yeah, like it was on their mind. But they had the newspaper clipping as well. They had that. They were looking at that every night. And they really was thinking, hell yeah, I've done it. But then it got to 20, how many years? 27 years later, Facebook Marketplace is popping off. They never wanted to use Gumtree, eBay, nothing like that. And they're like, you know what? 
This is too much. Apparently some guy with the cruelty died of bowel cancer like six, seven years ago as well. Maybe they were, you know, after that happened, they were like, damn, I think this, is, this has been damn, too long. Damn, I feel bad now. The six, seven year uh, quandary for do I or do I not? They were waiting for the value to rocket and they knew that once members of the cruelty started to die, <laughs> value going up. <laughs> I actually, I, I fuck with that vibe as well, actually. Yeah. I have a yeah. Tony Hawk sign skateboard at home. I won when I was a kid. And as soon as the, the bird man dies, I'm sorry, but RIP Tony, I'm, I'm putting that shit up on eBay. Oh, shit. Expressions of interest only. How much would you give me for this skateboard signed by Tony Hawk? That's the thing, yeah. What a like, legend. How do you put value on that? Because it's not only a skateboard. Actually, I'm not going to go too much into it because people know my address. This is, this is a valuable item. <laughs> You have to wait for a pod when that man dies explaining the process of selling this thing. All right. Well, I hope it's not too soon. But um love that love that man, Tony, but also We've got another one for the here, uh, another story very close to home, which is that of all places, a current affair is spruiking the secondhand market. I never thought I would see the day, but apparently IKEA is now selling stuff on Facebook Marketplace. Uh, apparently, this is IKEA has jumped on the online. They're, they're going to be launching an as-is secondhand section on their website, but for now, they are uh, doing a roundabout way of listing on like actual marketplaces. Crazy. I never thought so I'd see weird. the day. We might going to have like Coles or Meyer or something that you know maybe we're going to start seeing a revolution where we're going to be seeing like a bruised banana. On Facebook Marketplace for Woolworths. And apparently the discount's gonna go crazy. This is it. This this is the day we're gonna be starting to, to revolutionize the second hand market. This, is this revolutionizing or is this taking it away from the people? Taking away from what, you know, a marketplace actually is. Yeah, email in, dear listener, price negotiable at gmail.com and tell us for, for the next episode. Have a, a poll. Should IKEA step off? I for one I mean, welcome if IKEA. Is, if the price is negotiable, absolutely. Yeah, if we get like some proper human interaction um, from IKEA, uh, you know. Like- Can you imagine the absolute gremlins messaging IKEA about like a a crazy freaking whatever name chair, and they're going to be messaging them saying, "Hey man, can I get this for like ten bucks? All I got right now." Yeah. Got and you're going to be IKEA struggling to to try and get some form of actual value for your sale out of this. They will ask you if they take Bitcoin. <laughs> Actually, that's what's up. The IKEA coin. Maybe that'll be the next I still step. don't get it. You have IKEA, to build the coin yourself, though. They, they're buying stuff off Marketplace. They're listing. No, they're sell. selling. Listing. They're selling. That's what's about. They're selling IKEA stuff on Marketplace. Yeah, yeah like secondhand or like mildly dodgy stuff. Well... Stuff. That's kind of cool, and it links in with um. There's a fair few escorts on Tinder now. That ain't That's really true. what the app was set up for. This isn't a buying and selling type exchange, I think. Yeah, but there's Tinder Plus. I mean, yeah, but that's just like that's weird as well. Everything. The gamification. Everything's commodified these days. I um. So in York, they have York dollars. There's Which, no way. That's going to be illegal. True, there's true way. 
I I didn't I didn't really invest uh I didn't research into it much because we didn't really go into town much but you know York's like one one little strip of shops three pubs four pubs but you know holiday destination kind of but York dollars true story non refundable don't know didn't go that into it there was a little sticker on some of the shops that said we accept York dollars what's the exchange rate got no idea. I really I really honestly didn't look into it. I just noticed it. And um, one Australian dollar is 15 York dollars. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I have a feeling everything is like $2000. I have a feeling it was to do with a festival that they hosted. Because that would make sense. But it's the real York. The thing yeah. is if you have a currency now, you need some sort of like selling thing. Like I get it. If you're from York or in York and the York dollars maybe have a better dollar value ratio than Australian dollars, like in York, you could buy a pie for three York dollars. When with Australian dollars, it'd be like $4.50 or $5 for a good quality pie. I don't know why I'm choosing pie right now, but we understand the economy of Australian pies, the exchange rates, uh, a good pie. But realistically, if you go to sell a currency, we understand that you need to attach it to something memeable or easily relatable, i.e. the success of Dogecoin, you know, which was actually an Australian invention because of the dog, Doge. Yeah, right. There you go. Number one Bitcoin podcast in the world right now. What was that? What's memeable about a bit though? Well, no, that works in a different way because that's a functional and front runner in the world of cryptocurrencies, digital currencies, you know. But if you're going to start a new one, it's not like you can just create a new Coca-Cola. There's already Coca-Cola. It's a long-running brand that has sort of established brand value, historical and market dominance now. If you're going to start a new soft drink now, I think you would probably want to have something that kind of stands out and is memorable in a meaningful way, in a memeingful way. All right, here we go. I've Googled York Dollars. Um, it's a council thing. So if you pay your rates and charges in full uh, before this date, then you receive a discount off your rates and $50 in New York dollar vouchers to spend locally. So it's government subsidised, so folks. Yeah. So and um, if you pay in instalments, you can claim $20 in New York vouchers. Um. Where can so you spend York vouchers? At the well, shops. Yeah, some at great partici- participating businesses, I'll tell you Participating what. businesses. Here we go. Avon Valley Tire Service, Barclay Books, Bellissimo York, Botanicalia. I went there for coffee and got a really cute card. It was a good shop. The Flower Mill Emporium, Honey and Fig Homewares, Innovation, Patchwork on Avon, Penny Farthing Suites, Pretty Useful, Settler's House, York, and it goes on. The Sock Factory. York Important IGA. businesses for, for York. York Mitre 10, York News Agency, York Olive Oil & Co. There you go. It's free money, folks. Get on it. It's great. Great way to um, – oh, and it's got a got some really nice art, the York dollar. This is what a York dollar looks like. That's actually it's, pretty cool. I won't lie. It's quite nice. But I pray um, to God that's not actually printed out in real. Like surely that must just be like a digital thing. No, it's it's printed out. You can only collect it in person. Oh my god! They really should invest in making that a cryptocurrency because I I, don't, I think we need to 
ensure that we're stepping away from the paper formats. Yeah, but I don't think the locals in New York would know how to use that. It's a bit disappointing. Bit of an elderly, bit of an elderly generation out there. A retirement. I love that uh, these cannot Possibly. be exchanged for cash. So once you got York dollars, you are stuck. You can only exchange it for goods. Can you buy gift vouchers though? Probably. I also even like, I didn't think this would be legal, that you can go to the celebrations so you can get a whole bunch of alcohol with the York dollars. I thought there was usually like, they can't uh, endorse. Like, I, I, like, could you just go to like the IJ and get a whole bunch of smokes with York dollars? Yeah, probably. Dance. Once you've got the money, but you know, they can't control what you do with your money, I guess. But it's a great, it's a great council initiative to get, give money to local businesses. Really? I reckon. I support it. I'm about it. Well, or finally, I guess, in um, this news that I've, I've, I've delved into the deep dark web to find uh, is that apparently economists are saying that this is going to be the year of the secondhand book market online. Uh, it's going to boom. Uh, invest in Da Vinci Code. Uh, invest in Normal People by Sally Rooney. It's going to go crazy. This is the next Bitcoin. That's one of the things that I never think to look for is books on Marketplace. I always go to the secondhand stores, but I never look on Marketplace or Gumtree for books. So we should start investing in stocks in Elizabeth's second book and bookshops. Big time. That really came out wrong. But Elizabeth's secondhand bookshops, uh, that's the new hot tip on your stocks, folks. Did any of the yeah. economists say why the secondhand books are going up? Well, uh, there's a ginormous report that you can read, uh, but I'm going to summarize it by saying people be stuck inside and they be reading. You know, it's. Uh, I'm going to say it's like wellness. You know, you don't, you want to get away from the screen. Everyone's got ebooks. Everyone's always got ebooks, but it's different when you got that that physical, tangible. I mean, maybe actually that would be a thing if you could uh, somehow secondhand Amazon Kindle books. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, but you know, take the money away from Amazon. Take everything away from Amazon. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's all I could find as of uh, most recently. And uh, that is that is secondhand news. There you go. That was a great segment. Uh, we need the theme song again, Izzy. There it is. That's it. That the, my favorite theme song is like completely silent. <laughs> you know that, that uh, opening of The Simpsons where it's just. That was just. That was just. That was just <laughs> the space where Nick's gonna edit it in. I perfect, was just, perfect. I was Synergy. Just Synergy. Smoothing, smoothing it. Moving it out. Um, bringing it back to our OG. Um, uh, <laughs> this is the smoothest segue of all time. Bringing it back to ROG. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Awkward silence. ROG, you know, trains of thought. Uh, how good is that of a term? Just a side note. Train of ROG, thought. terms of thought. <laughs> a train. What's the ROG? Just, Rog. I think more one of my favorites is 
the wide scale adoption of OG as a term of like, we'll go back to the source. <laughs> original. Go back to the initial, original. the original. Original gangster, OG. <laughs> That's what we're really saying when you say OG. This is how far West Coast rap culture has permeated into the global vernacular. OG status. Yeah. OG just means, has just turned into original, really. Um, but we are original gangsters. So my question was, um, what y'all been buying on Marketplace lately? Uh, what about you, Western Australia, Nick? You go first. Uh, I'm looking into buying a car in Newman uh, because, you know, I really enjoy making things hard for myself and looking at a car that is literally 2,000k away. Um, aside from that, I actually like going to see things in person. So, you know, secondhand shops are where my game is at. I'd prefer to go actually see it in person, have a chat to the person uh, rather than doing it over Marketplace. You can still meet Damn. them in person on Marketplace, bro. Yeah, I, I get hit up with a lot of personal conversations on Marketplace. Most recently, I was trying to sell a, like a guitar pedal that's broken and figured I'll put it up for sweet fuck all, dirt cheap. Some guy hits me up saying, bro, what are you doing? You deserve more. Giving me like a confidence boost. And then I'm like, dog, it's broken. I already sold Boy. it to some guy who swapped it. But I, yeah, I, I love a, a G-up. Online, what, that's a great what did you What did you swap a broken guitar pedal for? A working guitar pedal because this guy <laughs> says he's going to fix it. So Fucking respect earth. for the, the guy out there because I got a dope pedal uh, in exchange and I think I yeah. definitely got the better side of that, but I flipped him some money too. I'm, I'm, I'm gracious in my, my win. Yeah, great. I've never thought to put broken shit up on Marketplace, but my housemate put our broken washing machine up and someone took it. Free, of course, but... My housemate was just putting up um, some old light fixtures. She put them up for free and uh, no one was touching them. And then actually she was getting the typical marketplace treatment where you list them, people message you like, uh, is this still available or whatever that thing is? She says, yes, they never message again. Or she says, yes, they say cool or come round, blah, blah, blah. X time, X date, never show up, never message again. This happened a few times and she was pretty ready to just like throw them in the bin, get rid of the light fixtures. But some guy, even though the guy said the ad, sorry, said free, this guy was like, yo, can I pay you $150 for these light fixtures? She was like, uh, yeah, that's, that'll be fine. That'll well, be good. A bit like the homie who gave Nico the working guitar pedal before a broken pedal. Me, myself, I wouldn't have given him anything. You want money? That's fine. I'm going to keep my money. You give me the pedal. You're in the position to tell me what you want from this deal. I'm quite happy to take the guitar pedal. Whatever. What can I say? I got to try and spread some like Mother Teresa energy in uh, the online marketplace because there's a lot of lot of grubs out there really trying to rip off the people, you know. you got to be on the good side, good side of life. Karma. I'm a marketplace for anything. I'm a marketplace to just scroll. Newly listed. What's new? What's in the area? What are people selling? I'm trying to get a, figure out what the demographic like. What's going on? Get a vibe. What's going on in my suburb via the things people are listing? I will say one of the things that I really like on marketplace is when people are selling stuff and it's crazy. Like, why would you sell that? Crazy low dollars. How could you ever buy this? Like, uh, 
Apple TV second generation. They just upgraded to the fifth generation. They're selling it for 10 bucks or free. Just come get it. People are acting crazy. People just don't want their shit anymore. They don't. Money's gone. They don't have to think about it again. Take my stuff. That's what Facebook Marketplace should be called, especially moving. Moving sales, big tip. Anybody doing a moving sale, they'll just be like, if you just show up and take the stuff, just take it. It's just annoying. It's just a burden for them. Let's go back to the materialism. Let's just get rid of them. The objects that we own end up owning us, and we just want Marketplace to increase the flow. Objects coming and going in and out of our lives with ease and acuity. Amen, sister. There's so many things I see on Marketplace, though, that, like, I would totally have, but I have nowhere to put, so I'm just on the other end. Just scrolling. I'm just scrolling, just dreaming, dreaming. The local census of uh, Facebook Marketplace. It's not a bad bad way to read, although most most people will be quite mundane, I think. Have you seen any... um, how is your local neighborhood, TT? What what are they what are they like? Tell us about them. Uh, they're the worst. People do the worst listings. People post one photo which has like one badly lit out of focus Ugh. like bad angle of a Kasha high pressure washer that I might be quite interested in purchasing. And then the listing just says like it works 50 bucks ONO. Don't message call me. <laughs> yeah, I love the don't message call me. Don't message me. If you see this ad, it's still available. If I see that on an ad, I don't even want it. I don't want to buy it. I'm going to hit that is this still available button because I know whoever's on the <laughs> other end, they're going to get mad. The problem is that there are so many times I've had that happen and they, it's not available. They say if the ad's up, it's not available. I message them, it's fucking sold. That's happened like six times. People got no energy. That's what I think. People got no effort for this stuff. They just want you to come take it. What else is being sold in my area? I will say that for some reason, secondhand video game consoles of a similar generation can sometimes be at quite different price brackets. So like maybe a secondhand PS4 is slightly more expensive than the same generation, same quality Xbox One. I don't know why. Just one brand stronger than the other. I don't know. What else is going on here? Pressure cleaners have been looking at pressure cleaners. Kasha and Gurney brand in particular, about 50 bucks. If you could get a working one for 50 bucks, that's a win. What do I need a pressure cleaner for? Nothing. I don't know why, but man, it feels so good to hook that bad boy up and just blast the concrete. Just just blowing. You don't even realize how clean and bright your concrete driveway might have been at one point. But you hit it with that gurney, that dirt, gone. You could be scraping with a hard brush for hours, but if you've got a gurney, bam, <laughs> it's just out. No longer. <laughs> this, That's very this satisfying for me. My favorite. It's like a massage. Oh, it's better than therapy. I've just been scrolling through uh, Maylands, which is where I live in Perth, um, and somebody has posted a Dodge <gasps> car for $2,800, and I've got to tell you, that is more tempting than I think it should be. It's got that's, a bloody... That's amazing. It's got bloody lovely colours on it. Nice... Um, Did you say a Dodge Viper? Dodge em car. Like Very different energy, but... Uh, bump cars. I mean, you could, uh, in essence, use that because it just seems to hook up to, like, a, like a power wire. So if you had no, some crazy... wires everywhere, man. Yeah, if you had some crazy long pole on the back, you could just drive that to the shops. 
Get some extra extension cords. You'll be right. Are um, Dodgem cars the OG Tesla? Oh. Damn. Oh. You, you might, you're about to do an interview Let's with go. Elon Musk and hear some shit about Dodgem cars. Whoever invented Dodgem cars has a, well, they might have a class action lawsuit against Mr. Musk. Who, who fucking was like, oi, let's, let's make lots of little cars and then just put, put a bit of rubber around them and make people just run into each other? I know it's not that far from my own thinking to be thinking, man, you know what would be nice? If I could just run my car <laughs> right into someone else's car with little repercussion, that would be so lie. good. But I'm I can't really do Sometimes that. I drive around the river and there's a section that just like has has no fence and it's maybe like maybe like a meter and a half from the this main road to the river. Sometimes I just I just think about driving into the river. That could be the next evolution of carnival ride. A simulated car Driving crash. into a river. Yeah. There's like giant ramps. You go down and then you go into a huge body of water and then the lifesaver comes down and rescues you. It's like the ultimate extreme roller coaster ride. Simulated death. Nico, this sounds, sounds like you're... mildly uh, traumatic. I'm on that like dream world kind of vibe there, you know. It's- or, I, or just like the car that turns into a submarine when you drive it in. Oh, that's also a vibe. Amphibious car. Real life transformer. My, my thing about the Dodgem car is so crazy is that they not only thought to do all of those things, but that it has the power is coming from electrified chicken wire that is <laughs> mere centimeters away from you as the Dodgem car guy. Like you're that chain smoking mulleted dude that rides around on the back and you're just like 20 centimeters away from getting full on electrocuted and killed. I think it's going back to the vibe of Izzy's dad. Just you are, you feel most alive when you're closest to death. It's I true. I mean, those guys are just like, they, they've got it down so bad that it's just like they're monkeys in the forest just going between cars. They've completely got a, a touching on how far away they have to be before they're about to be straight up killed, but they know it's never cross that line. Mm. Or just on days where they're just really not feeling it. They just need a bit of a jump start. <laughs> just get a little bit too close to the wire. I feel like um, carnies in general have a bit of a, uh, they're a bit, how can I put Dodgy. this? Spiritually advanced. Living like, on uh, the edge. They're close to death at all times and ever present awareness of their own mortality and yet comfortable in that space. And I really respect that. I get still like uh, some like real Tibetan monk kind of like vow of silence kind of vibe, like just traveling eternally. You're just seeing all of society. Like if you work at the the Royal show in Brisbane, the Eka, that's everybody going to that. Young, old, poor, rich. Everything in the middle. You're just traveling around, giving people experiences. You're not selling anything except for transient moments in time. Peak life experiences that can't be stored. They're just that particular Dodgem car session. That's what you just purchased. Mm. Green And then completely and utterly screwing people over with the the ball toss game that's rigged so that you're just sinking money, but it's never going to topple over. Bro, what you got to realize is that life is rigged. <laughs> life is rigged. I um I went for a job with a showbag company once to work at the Royal Show here in Perth. I didn't get it. Um, 
Wait, what lie. do you mean you didn't get it? What is the qualification you need? How does someone get turned down? I don't know. And this was like not high school. This was like in uni. I would have been like 19 maybe. You oh, you are overqualified. Uh, maybe, but I was fucking fanging for a job um, and I had they had an interview process. I can't really remember it, but it was in this – it was at the Royal Show – you know, like months before it was on in some weird little like room underground somewhere and there was just like lines of people lining up for the interview, just like young, young people. It was it was very strange. I can't remember what they asked me but I didn't get to sell show bags. And now sometimes I look at the people selling show bags and I'm like, how the fuck did you get that job and I didn't? <laughs> it's a weird world. When I think about things that – Wig me out about the pre-COVID era. Definitely the Royal Show is one of them. When you think about the Showbag Pavilion, it was just heaving. The weirdest wet market type atmosphere in the middle of the city. You and like a thousand other people in this big hall with a whole, you know, we're all sweaty, trying to spend your money on like garishly cheap Bags full of plastic toys and bad lollies. Everybody coughing and sneezing and spitting and eating strawberry ice creams. You're eating, talking to carnies. It's all cash, no card, dirty money. In a COVID era, that would never happen. So much plastic as well. Like I, sometimes when I, you know, when there's show bags at other places, at other events and stuff, it wigs me out. I, there's been show bags at Coles for sale and I'm like, this is not right. This takes away from the magic. I was about to but say, what kind of that- place are you going that has show bags? Fucking coals and like God yeah, damn. and other like other events and festivals like not like music festivals but like just I can't I can't get remember the splare in the grass was. show bag. There you go. How good would that be? Yeah, but I I got a show bag from playing a gig once. There's like some gummy lollies and a water bottle and a pen, signing stuff. I guess I don't know. It was it was cool. Yeah, like. Such a strange concept, but I also I remember that feeling as a kid of like just huge desire for them, and you know just aching to have as many as I could or the best ones, or you know, and the kind of the also competition with you know the other kids from primary school that you went with to get the best one, or you know whose mum gave them twenty bucks to get the deluxe, you know world's funniest show bag that was the best one i felt that as well and when i think about it now the real value of the shower bag is that it's uh limited it's time bound you have to go to the show you can't get the bags elsewhere you have to go to the store at the show to get the bag and hope that they have the variety that you want you know they'd often have like an a or a b or a c or maybe a a boys and a girls yeah you got to go there though yeah that's the magic of it isn't it which is what takes away when it's just sold at other places. Like on Marketplace. I saw one on Marketplace one time. I saw one that it was like somebody had gone to like the Eck or whatever and they got like the the Mary Claire, which I don't know what the fuck would be in that show bag, like moisturizer and yeah, nuts a bit of lip or something. Gloss. But uh, they got it and were like, ah, I, don't really, I don't really dig it. And so they put it on Marketplace. Just a straight show bag. That's the future right there. Tell you what, though, based on uh, you were talking about the show bag thing, not getting the job, that reminds me of when I went for my first ever job interview when I was like 13 at Crazy Clark's, which oh. what what a shop name, Crazy Clark's. 
uh, crazy discounts. And I remember I went there and then it was a math test. They made me do a math <gasps> test because apparently you had to know math to work at Crazy Clark's because they didn't I have like computer. I don't know. They, had, they didn't have the right calculator system going on in their computer to be able to compute prices. You had to just know off the top of your head apparently, which I don't understand because this was only like 10 years ago. Computers are I- everywhere. I had to do that for my first job at a burger joint. It was like a one-off burger joint and they gave me this math test and I had to sit there and do it and they timed me. And if I did it under a certain amount of time, I got the job. And if I did it over, I didn't get the job. But they had a fucking calculator. Jesus Christ. It was just like testing your general. And, I mean, I'm not that good at math, so it was obviously pretty easy. I got the job, yeah. I got fired over text a year later for like, I can't Damn. remember why. The ultimate breakup. What did you do? I think, it, I think I was having too much fun with the other with the other girl that worked there. I was a bit of a, bit of a clown um, and also was only available after school like two days and that wasn't good enough. You just learned for the long haul, is it? You know, that's the, that's the issue. Burgers with These attitude kind of jobs, is what it was you called. They forever. Burgers with attitude. Well, the text had some attitude. Yeah. I think everyone had a bit of attitude there. Well, meanwhile, I didn't get the Crazy Clark's job. Uh, I was Aww. told I was overqualified. I was 13 years old because uh, <laughs> I aced the math test too much or something, apparently. Which to That's... me is just like, maybe I, I must have done well on the math test. You must be just, you're pulling my leg. You can't like, be too smart, bro. How can you be you too can't be smart walking for in a Crazy Clark's, Clark's with that like grade eight maths B going on? It's just not going to work. The managers are going to be threatened by your enormous IQ. Being overqualified does not stop you getting a job. That is just a lie that they tell you. It does. That's straight up. You don't want someone like working under you in whatever being too overqualified. They're going to get bored. They're going to mess up. They're going to run around the system. You know. True. Too smart. They'll be having like deep conversations. Depends on the job, I suppose. When you're too smart, you'll be having conversations at the register they don't want you having. They just want you there saying, hey, how's your day? That's it. Speaking of crazy Clarks, I once met the Paris Hilton of the Clarks empire, the daughter of Mr. Clark, uh, who was living uh, like an heiress, balling out of control. Her dad had started this, possibly one of the most successful bargain basement cheap store chains in Australia. I don't remember what her first name was. Obviously, something Clark. But I was like, damn. All right, shorty. Damn. You really live in that crazy Clark's Paris Hilton life. Where do you meet the the daughter of crazy Clark? I don't remember. It was like Instagram or Facebook or maybe even Tinder. But it was one of those like social media platforms. We chatted for a bit. She was like, somehow it came up that she was, yeah, actually my dad started Crazy Clarks. And I was like, well, that's crazy. (laughs) Damn. When you first said Crazy Clarks, I pictured Clark Rubber. And I was like, why are you going for a job at Clark Rubber when you're 13, bro? But I wasn't going to argue it. Is there no crossover there? I thought there was a bit of crossover. Uh, they should. The, Clark it's, is just one of those names. It's just like you, you trust a Clark. It's like Clark Clark Kent Superman kind of vibe. It's just a very normal, <laughs> run-of-the-mill name. You know, Everyone knows a Clark. I don't know a Clark, but I know crazy Clarks. Yeah, I don't think I know a Clark. I feel like that's what's got to be. It's, but I was going to say, what favorite show bag? Because obviously, surely you, you went to the Royal Show at some time. 
Izzy? What's what's the favorite show back? Um, let's see. I always loved. I had to get one of the medium sized chocolate ones. Um, it was like a cherry ripe bag or like a crunchy bag, some Cadbury flavored ones. And then um, sometimes I went for like the not the big, the big bags, but the um, ones with some kind of joke elements in them or activity. I think I got a skateboard once. Um, Damn, that's actually a badass one to get if you get in a skateboard. Yeah, the ones with the cool glasses or I think there was a couple times when I was trying to be like a real girly girl uh, and I'd get the dolly, but that was just that was just me faking who I really was, you know. It's just it's just trying to be cool. What about you, Nick? So me and my sister would aim to find the show bag that contained the most sour lollies. Mm. Uh, just, but she would always like the the warhead ones were pretty popular. But she would make a habit of instead of you know growing a pair and putting the warhead directly on her tongue, she would just dissolve all the sour stuff in the side of her cheek and be like, yeah, this is nothing to me. And just like, bit of a cheat. Yeah. This is a real Go like torturing you yourself shit, for pleasure episode. I'm really, this is a masochist <laughs> episode. Yeah. I just, I need to eat enough sour lollies to actually feel like they've cut my tongue. <laughs> like they destroyed your mouth. Yeah. I, I think that is actually part of the ethos of the Royal show is just eating so much sugar that you don't need any for the rest of your life, but continuing to do it every year. Mm. Well, the show bag lasts you all year. The show bag is the sugar supply. I'd always hit that Birdie Beetle. The Birdie Beetle one went crazy. I never liked Birdie, Birdie Beetle. No, you were love. a heathen and you need to leave my house. Everybody also told me that they were real beetles in there and I full believe them for a while. <laughs> 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 the, the crunch was a cockroach. Someone told me that in primary school, and I was like, "Hey, I don't like Birdie Beetle." But yeah, also, I, I didn't think the chocolate quality was, you know, good enough. That's the part, oh, it's part definitely of the bad. charm. It is some of the worst chocolate you will ever eat. That's but a Birdie I love it. I disagree. I think that it like it was the perfect because like the crunch was so over like no. unnecessary, but then the chocolate was so bad. It was like There's, I just can't. I loved it. Oh, Have you even tried? Even the people who built the Birdie Beetle who knew that it was garbage. I don't know why you're trying to upgrade it right now. Literally the cheapest chocolate you will it. ever oh, eat. If Birdie Beetle oh listening, God. I will take a sponsorship. Look at this, though. Nick's Yo, got okay. her hands off my Birdie, the Beetle, Birdie Beetle container. Let's go. Where'd that come from? Uh, it was... I think that was actually part of a Coles deal. They have limited <laughs> runs of Birdie Beetles every now and then. And you got a box. I did get a box. Is there any Birdie Beetles in it? Um, I don't. I thought think you couldn't so. actually I, buy it's, Birdie it's, Beetles it's regularly. Now a storage container for my Migoring. You could probably buy Birdie Beetles from like a Crazy Clucks or Clark except, Rubber. Except you cannot anymore, Clark as I found about five minutes ago that they went into voluntary um, receivership in 2014. What? I swear I saw them like two years ago though. No. Maybe they didn't survive COVID. Maybe they like had like a weird secondary thing and it's... Nah, eventually closing all stores in August 2014. Damn. Um, it but was stores doesn't mean production. 
Crazy Clark. They didn't produce anything. Are we talking about Crazy Clark or Birdie Beetle? Crazy Clark. Oh, Crazy Clark's gone. I thought you meant Birdie Beetle was gone. There was some rumour that Birdie Beetle had disappeared, but they keep rocking up back to... The Beetle goes strong. It does. How did Birdie Beetle outlast Crazy Clark's? Or I guess there's a lot of competitors to Crazy Clark's. Well, I think it's focus. is supreme. You know, if you've got a brand and you just are aiming for one product... And that one product is always the same. They'll always come back to you for that one product. But when you're just like an outlet for a cheap chain store, you could always get undercut by cheaper chain stores. Even you can get brand name recognition like Crazy Clarks. But Crazy Clarks could just as easily be Silly Sullies or The Cheap Shop or whatever. Silly Sullies is real, by the way. I'm pretty sure. It yeah. is. What? You're laughing. That's a thing. That's, That's in like thing. rural Queensland. Uh-huh. You guys don't know Silly no. Sullies? Obviously not. Wow. But Birdie Beetle amazes me because I had never heard of it until I went to the Royal Show in Perth. Um, and it just, you don't see it anywhere else. Like they obviously don't have a marketing team because they just repeat the same shit. They're like, yep, we'll get it in at the Royal Show and that's all we need to do ever. No one. We don't need it. Actually, you know what? I'm going to see if they have an Instagram. Because it just doesn't feel like they have an internet presence. Well, you know, they don't need to keep up with uh, that sort of thing. If you go out to rural Queensland or rural anywhere in Australia, you don't have to have anything that does anything. Just have a storefront on the main street. Exactly, see York with their now new York dollars. No birdie beetle Instagram. mouth. You got to print that out, son. Well, yeah, I hit the Birdie Beetle and then my big thing, I loved like uh, like the role play type ones when I was a kid. I was always into like an army one that would have like a little fake gun or something because, you oh, know, yeah. little boy, I was indoctrinated into that vibe. I loved it. Or like a little cop one where you've got like a little, little baton. Really crazy, terrible stuff. Uh, but uh, loved it. Loved it. And I remember I got this one time, it was like a PC magazine one, and that was wild. Because that was back when the internet didn't really exist and you would get like programs on disks to install in the goddamn show bag. Like Microsoft Office. Um. Yeah. Age of Empires. That's what's up. T. Okay, so Birdie Beetle don't have an Instagram or a Facebook, but there's the Birdie Beetle show bag Facebook. So it's got its, its own Facebook. The show bag. So there's no there's no Birdie Beetle. There's only the Birdie Beetle show bag. No, but they, as described here on their Wikipedia page, um, they were created as a result of using left up, leftover honeycomb from mm. the Violet Crumbles, uh, originally manufactured in Australia. They are now made in New Zealand. It's a New so Zealand invention. Oh. I kind but, of vibe that, like, you know... No waste. Yeah, All that exactly. leftover honeycomb crumble from the violet crumble. We can we can Absolutely. put this to use. What are we going to make? We're going to make the insect of the confectionery world, the beetle, mm-hmm. the birdie beetle. So it's honeycomb, not cockroach. That's good to know. Yeah. Well, you never know. It could be cockroach infused honeycomb. Yeah, it could be a bit of both. Uh, you can also buy online all year round. At showbag.com. I have a mental image right now of the people at the Violet Crumble Factory just sweeping uh, the crumble and the crumbs and the bits of whatever that's on the floor into like a bucket that gets passed down to the Birdie Beetle people. Obviously, it's that's probably not the way it happens. There's probably the more hygiene than that. 
Yeah. You can get the um, Birdie Beetle Black show bag. for It's wow. on sale for $5. Uh, it comes what, what with. includes the. Is that like the fancy Birdie Beetle bag? Like a, this is the Birdie you Beetle. You get 19 noir. Birdie Beetle 10 grams and five times red zip rippers at 11 Damn, grams. I might actually hit that. Show bag I, price I love $8. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, you already told us how you love Birdie Beetle. I need that sponsorship. Yo, they've got like uh, cups that match Nick's tin. Oh, very nice. You can get um, comes with sixteen Betty Beetles and a mug for fifteen dollars. You can get the Betty Beetle Diamond Deal for fifteen, or the Betty Beetle Bonanza, which comes with a cooler bag and a basketball. Oh no, you choose one. Sorry, my bad. I won't lie. The, the bucket Beatles. hat is pretty fire. That's pretty dope. Uh, Betty Beetle, get in contact. Send me one. I will wear it every day. <gasps> well, the socks. I'd I'd go with the socks. For the white chocolate fans out there, I will have to disappoint you though because the Lady Beetle, uh, Birdie's white chocolate equivalent, which had its own slightly more expensive show bag, is no longer available. Why Why is it the Lady Beetle is for the, the polar opposite of, uh, of milk chocolate? Flash, is there a dark chocolate one? Um, I will. Dirty Beetle Black. No, 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 this is, this is different. That's the no, show no, it's bag. Just, it's just the color of the plastic, bud. Um, Sad day. White chocolate is not even chocolate. Do not get me started. That's true, but I do, I do dig it. There are very specific moods where white chocolate is just the flavor to have. Every day, sugar, nine to five, I, I hit that. That is white chocolate. That's your hot. Here's a good. I here's a good cue. Chocolate. They just need a new name for it. Why are we calling something that's not chocolate that has no cacao in it chocolate? Yogurt. <laughs> yeah. Is that actually what it is? No, I don't know. No. But you not know, you can get yogurt covered. Actually, I went to a nut shop the other day and got chocolate covered chickpeas, and they also Ooh. had yogurt covered chickpeas. Chocolate, uh, the chocolate covered, covered chickpeas. chickpeas. Damn. They were like roasted chickpeas as well. They were pretty fucking that's, tasty. That would be good. Was it like sashimi yogurt type? Flavor? I didn't try or, the yogurt. I tried oh, the chocolate. Sorry, okay. but I was gonna ask. You know, milk, dark or white? What's your pick? I like. Yeah, probably hit that dark. White's a close second, though. I do not really get behind get the chocolate. hell out. I'm serious. Yeah. I do not dig milk that much. How is dark number one, and then you jump straight to white? Also, it's not chocolate. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's still tasty as an MF. You can't uh, even I'm rank a big it. fan of getting like the little chocolate buttons, like a bag of dark chocolate and white, and then grabbing a handful of each and just shoving in my, my mouth and having a symphony of chocolate flavors. Uh, no, I, I, I like to taste them individually, but one of the best things to do when you go on a road trip down south from Perth is go to the Margaret River Chocolate Factory and they have these mm. giant bowls of choc chips and you can sample as much as you like. But... Uh, COVID definitely put a damper on it because <gasps> they it? only let you, they only gave you like a little, like, oh, what was it about? Two centimeter by two centimeter container to put your chocolate in. Oh, it was no. quite disappointing. You quite used depressing. to just be able to like get a scooper and like chuck as much in your hand and then you'd like put a bit in your hand and then just like walk around the shop, pretend to look for stuff, that stuff. While having the chocolate While melt eating, in your hand. And then go back and get some more and just keep doing it. That was good, but I'm a I'm a milk I'm a milk by her heart, milk by prayer, milk by life, milky life. 
Milky life. Except when it's, it comes down to actual milk and she's an oat chick. Soy. Soy. My apologies. Soy. Oat all the I'm way. a soy baby. Well, uh, we can continue the, the preferences for every uh, product under the sun, which I think I'd like to do uh, <laughs> another day, but I think we're going to to wrap it up because usually uh, I feel like when we're starting to, to get on this type of tip. Yeah, we're starting to go down the rabbit hole. Good to good to put a bit of a grain I like to end it. on a high note, uh, the birdie beetle being the high note, king of chocolate. So, Absolutely. Uh, it, there needs to be a special king edition of the Birdie Beetle. Yo, if they, yeah, if they made like a humongous single Birdie Beetle yes. that was like thirty and by thirty to, centimeters, that the mold has to be wearing a crown as well. Yeah, that that's the one. Make a pitch it. Well, pitch hey, it. I will send this uh, an email. Wh- right where now. can people reach you, Nick, on on the socials? Get get a plug off. Uh, you know, get you become Insta famous. Get those brand uh, deals, Kylie Jenner. Let's you go. You can find me at Photo by Booth on Instagram um, for all of your uh, film camera and photo needs. Um, having said that, I haven't posted in over a year, but you can still message me anyway. Slacker. Go down the nostalgia route, you know, just scroll to the bottom. That's get right. Get a good, good yeah. drip of yeah. his personality. Big stalk. Yep. All about that stalk. T, what, where can people reach you? You know what it is. TomTom.music on Instagram or TomTomBeats on the Facebook. You can hit me on my mobile if you want. 0431 <laughs> Just call me. Send me a text. I'm getting calls all day. I don't really care. Mostly I don't answer though. I know it's a real call if they leave a voicemail. So if you want to talk, leave a voicemail. I'll hit you back. But if it's at a call center, they never leave a message. They don't even bother. Bro, are you from a call center? Just leave a little message. If that's what you're trying to get in touch with me for. Hey, yo, you know what it is. It's Nick. I'm just trying to sell you some life insurance. But uh, I just picked the name Nick out of the top of my head, even though I'm talking to three Nicks right now. I, I mean, two Nicks and an Izzy. Let's go. You can be a Nick. Hit me on the socials. Hit me on my mobile. Send me a text. Send me a... A meme. A meme made of ASCII. <laughs> that would be old school. <laughs> Just going, going hard. I called someone using one of the Telstra no longer pay phones. Yeah, they're the other all day. free now. So yeah, they're just, they're just phones. Yeah, but they come up as a private number. Oh, that's disappointing. Mm, yeah, it was spicy. It was like it was like twelve o'clock at night, and I just tried calling a mate for fun, and I got like probably maybe like three minutes through my really bad accent. Um, telling her that I pretending that I'd just called a random number um, before before she guessed it was me. The gig was up. Three, three minutes isn't bad. Yeah, I was I was pulling it out a bit. Keeping on a facade's a hard time. You got to be dedicated. Yeah. If you want to see the real action. you, you know, nice little philosophical end. Yeah. All right. We'll catch well, you next you time. Yeah, we'll catch you next time for another. Uh, Birdie Beetle discussion, hopefully. I'm hoping Another to keep wild this journey. going. As always. Price, price negotiable. Yeah, we got we got Instagram, price.negotiable. Uh, but please email with all unsolicited ads uh, or just you to can, say hello. You can send us a DM on Insta. We reply. Mm. Slide in. We fast at it. Catch you next time. Big love. <laughs>